I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Neil Chapman, Chief Executive Officer of Exabel, a data and analytics platform. Our topic for today, alternative data, not, I stress, alternative facts, which seem to be the favorite of the previous administration in the White House. What do we mean by alternative data, Neil? The generally accepted definition is all data that is not sitting in that sort of definition of financial structured data. So it is all the data, typically external to an organization, which might offer insight into what is happening in the world or in in, in a smaller microcosm, perhaps in a, in a company uh, or something we care about. Is this the kind of information which might be difficult to quantify exactly? I think it's fair to say that alternative data covers an enormous landscape uh, of variety, and the volume of available data has increased enormously in the last few years. Within that landscape, there is a, a huge variety of data. Some data is very clearly correlated with something we care about, gives up its insight rather easily, uh, and is therefore relatively easy to work with, versus other data which may hold on to its, uh, its, its value rather more tightly and, and where we have to work harder to extract the insight and, and, and be sure that we correctly read the information from the data. So there are challenges in being able to manipulate this? Absolutely. And I think uh, we, we see that in the, the, the way in which alternative data has been adopted across finance and across investment teams. Adoption and winning reliable results from alternative data is firmly concentrated in what I, th- I think we would we would see as being the, the top of the pyramid, typically personified by those well-known, highly sophisticated hedge funds. Well, if they care about it, there's got to be something to it in, in that sense. What kind of opportunity does this offer to professional investors? You're trying to arm people with more actionable information so that they can make the right decision at the right time? Sure. I think we start from a perspective that says, if we accept that there is information buried in this landscape of data, and if we agree that information advantage is, uh, if not the only, certainly probably the most important key to investment returns, then our starting hypothesis would be every investor, large or small, of, of whatever style should be interested in the insights buried in alternative data, which are relevant to answer the questions uh, they might have. But of course, the reality is that it's, it's, it's hard to, uh, to, to get those insights out. And therefore, it's historically been, uh, been a small group who've, who've succeeded. Because apart from anything else, it has to be done in a timely fashion, particularly if you're making market-orientated decisions. I think the early days of alternative data tended to be time was a, was a significant constraint. Today, I think often it's a, it's a constraint for different reasons. We can perhaps jump into that. In, in the early days, a lot of alternative data was focused around the high frequency or, or sort of arbitrage uh, opportunities where, where time was, was very significant. I think more and more, the opportunities uh, to find insights in alternative data that are relevant to much, much longer time horizons uh, are, are important. But time is always a factor. And I think in today's environment, the ability to conceive of a conviction, find the data 
to test for that uh, that, that that conviction and, and, and to back test, and then working data all the way through a pipeline to be able to get valuable results out, of course, has to happen in good time for advantage to be taken of the the original kind of strategy, um, and that can be a problem. Well, to use the old adage, time is money, and there is an expense involved in crunching these numbers or these facts into a solution that gives me, as I said, that actionable insight. This is something that many asset managers would struggle to achieve, surely. Up until relatively recently, there has been little good technology available uh, that, that specifically addresses these problems. So the challenge that, that, that faced an asset manager interested in, in, in utilizing alternative data was first to build an expert team with all of the experience and, uh, and, and, and qualifications to, to, to work with alternative data and successfully extract insight. And then that team uh, would need to build the relevant technology infrastructure to work with potentially very large, unstructured sets of data and sort of wrestle the insight from them. And that whole process involves a lot of hiring, a lot of time before any reliable or even testable results come out. So that forms this sort of big barrier to, to, to adoption, which stands ahead of even beginning to evaluate the, the specific alternative data sets one might be interested in. You know, what we at Exabel have done is reduced that down to a, a platform which can be delivered as a software as a service application and which remove all of these upfront barriers and instead get the kind of technology blocks which before now have only been reserved for those uh, those, those, those sort of top of the pyramid uh, hedge funds out into a much, much larger group of asset managers. Uh, and we do that with a uh, an application which is aimed to be used by an investment team, by a portfolio manager or an equity analyst, not needing uh, a, a set of engineers or quants to be operating the tools. They're the kind of people I re- refer to as talking in beeps. Right. And, and they, they, they talk an interesting language. And the, you know, the old archetype of having uh, the investment teams intermediated by beep talkers before the data is a challenging archetype. Um, it introduces a lot of inefficiency. It introduces the, 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 the potential for, for a lot of misunderstanding. And it introduces a big time dimension. I mean, in, in many large, sophisticated organizations, it might take days, weeks, or even months between uh, a portfolio manager asking a question and uh, a response coming back through a series of increasingly technical groups. So you know, this is something we felt highly motivated to try to remove. We try to bring the investment teams, insofar as it's possible, into direct contact with the data. That way they can interact with the data, they can ask multiple questions, and they can really begin to, to, to understand the story and the narrative that the data can give up. So what you're saying is what you're trying to do is give all that power directly to the investment team so that there isn't the hiatus between asking a question and getting an answer. Absolutely. That's, that's definitely one part of the, uh, the benefit of a platform like, uh, like Excel's. Well, what are the other benefits of a platform like yours then? There are a number of key steps that happen in extracting insight from alternative data. In the first instance, one needs to evaluate whether a particular data set holds insight. And that's a process of, of, of experimentation, preparation, transformation, and then backtesting 
in order to, to try to establish the correct way in which data should be manipulated into a into a signal, and then the the potency of that signal for answering a given question. And of course, that could be uh, a very short term signal question, like. Uh, does this credit or debit card transaction set give me specific insight into the sales of uh, of a company that I, I'm interested in, in trading? Or increasingly these days, it could be a much longer term signal. We might think about supply chain or workforce data or ESG signals and the much longer term effects those might have and the insight they might offer uh, to, a, to, a, to a fundamental player. Um, so we go through a, a process first of evaluating data sets. Then secondly, we, we want to research the data, explore and understand the extent to which it can answer questions that we care about. Once we've established the relevancy there, we then need to put the insights from the data into some kind of production model structure, which can then be integrated into our strategy, whatever that might be. And of course, many of these strategies are, are, are not systematic in nature. The early days of Alternative data were dominated by systematic quant strategies. Increasingly, we are seeking to build much more specific, deep insights into much more traditional, fundamental investment strategy. And so for us, it's all about making each of these steps faster, easier, and more efficient, uh, more scalable. How does this change how the next generation of investors will manage money? So the mosaic is a term which I think has become very relevant in the world of alternative data in that it, it speaks to the way in which we always want to have multiple differentiated, ideally uncorrelated perspectives on a problem. So if I find one particular data set, that is highly potent towards a particular insight I'm interested in, that's great, but I'm, I'm at risk that, that any idiosyncrasy or issue in that data could be wrongly interpreted as having significance. The more triangulation around a problem I can build with data, the more I can dramatically reduce the chance uh, of that kind of issue occurring. And that, of course, can have multiple effects. It can be strengthening from, a, from an alpha perspective, from a potency perspective, from an accuracy perspective. But also, very importantly, it, it can significantly reduce the risk of data issues negatively affecting uh, my, my, my perspective. You know, we've seen what I would describe as, a, as an unusually sustained buzz around alternative data for a rather long time. Uh, and yet, I think that the sort of promised nirvana of available alternative data everywhere um, has been elusive. I think that speaks to the, the relative difficulty of, of, of the problem here, that it has taken several years for companies like ours uh, to build and put together truly valuable uh, scaled technology solutions. Uh, but I think we're now at the inflection point where that technology is available and it is getting into the hands uh, of the market more widely. And I think that's a very good thing. I think this can improve the general efficiency of the markets. And I think there's only a, a relatively short amount of time that this sort of information advantage can stay uh, in, a, in a very sort of small uh, niche at the top uh, of the pyramid, as it were. It, it naturally uh, tends to pervade out into the, the marketplace, as, as of course it should.
Thank you very much. Neil Chapman, Chief Executive Officer at Exabel.